Well, hello everybody and uh, happy Monday. Um, thank you for all of those that have been writing such encouraging things to me and our team and for the prayers. I really, really, really appreciate the prayers and the kind words. Uh, I can't tell you how much those kind words mean to us. The encouragement, um, it's really, really big. I have to tell you, it's really, really big um, because the warfare is extremely insane right now. And so thank you for tuning in to the broadcast. You can go ahead and like and share, depending on what you're watching on, uh, mainly on Facebook, but I know some others on some other platforms as well. We are being censored, as you guys know. So thank you for helping us in fighting that censorship by sharing and liking and getting the information out there. So uh, many people are asking me about the latest article on rmntnews.com. And by the way, the Epic, Epic Times also put out a very similar uh, article and uh, what we found out today is is that yesterday this is breaking news but yesterday uh, there was a meeting between the joint uh, sessions of Congress meaning the Senate and the um, House leadership to uh, put in special I guess the, the wording and, and forgive me if I'm not giving it the appropriate wording but special um, rules when it comes to the meeting on the 6th. So many of us have been putting our hope into the 6th and uh, there's been a lot of questions. I know Lynn Wood was out there saying don't trust Pence and you know people have been going back and forth and then you had Louis Gomert who happens to be an amazing patriot uh, tried to push that lawsuit through uh, where that would have given Pence uh, a more clearly defined role and power when it comes to uh, his uh, abilities in the joint session uh, over the six to uh, the electors. But now what we have heard from yesterday, this is breaking news, is that there was a meeting and they adopted special rules. And in those special rules that were adopted, basically they are, it's almost like a dog and pony show where they really don't want to hear the evidence. They want to make it quick, uh, you know, Obviously, they are aware that there's going to be the 12 senators and the 100 plus uh, congression, you know, congressional oppositions within the Congress. And thank you to those patriots that are willing to stand. I think the first one was uh, Howley and then uh, many others joined, including uh, Marsha uh, Blackburn and Ted Cruz and just a bunch of patriots. And, and there's also a very noticeable absence uh, from Rand Paul. I still haven't seen Rand Paul and a few others. Uh, Rick Scott, I don't know if he joined. So kind of interesting that some of these people, uh, Tom Cotton, what the heck was that all about? Actually came out saying that he was not going to be a part of it. So very, very eye-opening, uh, but nevertheless not surprising, especially in the times that we're in. So what we're now realizing and, and seeing is, is that what their plan and intention is for the sixth is to basically be a dog and pony show where they wag the dog and they basically just make us all feel good by, yeah, there was the oppositions and, you know, people made their, uh, you know, opinions known and we mark it in the record. But, uh, you know, we're going to continue to go ahead and certify Joe Biden on the 6th. So here's the deal with that. Uh, it's treasonous. Uh, it's We reported that in the rmntnews.com. Uh, you can go into www.rmntnews.com, read the latest article. It's the top headline. Uh, you can read the links and all the different things. So here's the deal. People are saying, well, where are we at right now? So given the new information, it seems to me, and this is my opinion, I always tell you when it's opinion, 
um, that it seems to me that Vice President Pence is going to go through the motions, but not going to do anything. So not surprising, um, not surprising at all. We have to remember Vice President Pence, uh, you know, was friends with Paul Ryan. Uh, Vice President Pence has barely said anything when it comes to the steal that's happening in our nation. I mean, think about it. how many times do you see Pence out there fighting like President Trump is, tweeting and doing the different things that President Trump is doing to secure our republic for future elections and for this election, because this is about voter integrity. This is about having fair elections, not only now, but for the future as well. So we have to think about the battle, and this is an epic battle that we're in. And we've seen the courts, the courts have let us down. They have not even allowed one case in all these, there's like 70 cases I think now, uh, or at least 67, I think there's been a couple more, that have gone to the courts. And they're not all from the Trump team, but they're from others. Um, and, and none of these cases, none of them, we just heard from an exclusive, and you can go to my podcast and listen to it, Todd Coconato Show, just Google it, Todd Coconato Show, and you can listen to an exclusive interview with uh, Sidney Powell from the Global Prayer Call yesterday. And you can hear what she says, where not one of these cases, not one of them, were listened to based on merit. They were all kicked out before they were able to be heard. So the evidence has still not been able to be presented. It is available on sydneypowell.com. It's available on, uh, I think, www.kraken.wood or slash wood, something like that. Uh, but you can find it on sydneypowell.com. But the bottom line is, is, is that no one has been able to present this evidence yet. And it's amazing that with 70 court cases, not one of these judges would allow it to be properly presented. Very, very sad. And now we're hearing that Vice President Pence is just gonna basically give a little wink and a nod. They call it a hoodwink. You know what I'm saying? A little wink and a nod and, uh, and go ahead and verify uh, Joe Biden at uh, the January, January 6th after uh, those say what they want. So it's kind of like a wedding ceremony where, you know, they say, speak now, forever, hold your peace. People come out and they speak and you got, you know, the senators, these 12 patriots that are willing to stand for our republic and for our freedom and to stop us from being taken over from communist China and, uh, you know, to stand for uh, election integrity. And then you have the rest of the Senate, which are really just um, people that either are afraid or have powerful lobbyists that control them or maybe are compromised themselves. Um, some of them may have, um, you know, already uh, bowed to China and we don't know about it yet. But uh, I think what, you know, Sidney Powell was saying, and she's a believer, is, is that, you know, we all knew there was a deep state, but we never realized how deep it was and how corrupt our government has become at this point. So here we are. And so, uh, here's the deal. So now people are saying, well, is there any other options? So this is what, first of all, what we're anticipating based on the information from the special um, rules that were adopted yesterday in the joint session. Uh, so, you know, my anticipation, if I were giving you my opinion, again, this is my opinion, uh, short of something miraculous tomorrow, I mean, on the 6th, I'm talking about, on the 6th, uh, short of something very, very substantial, that the president does that we don't know about on the 6th, it looks like they're gonna go ahead and verify. Again, I don't wanna speak that out because the Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue. 
And so we're gonna keep praying and believing for a miracle as far as January 6th goes. But my opinion, and I study this as you guys know very extensively, is is my opinion is, is that they're going to go ahead and certify for Joe Biden, uh, which would, uh, you know, honestly, officially make him the president-elect. You know, that really, that really solidifies the deal. So, you know, if Pence does that, uh, he will be completing his orders and we will know that he really doesn't have either the spine to stand or uh, that he is compromised, like many have been saying. Uh, some people in very high places, including somebody high in the, uh, in, the, in the media that would know, somebody that you would know, a very high level name, has warned that there's been an attempted coup from Vice President Pence uh, for years now. Um, so pretty, pretty crazy stuff. Uh, you know, we never wanted to believe it because the man appears to be a godly man. He appears to be, uh, you know, somebody with integrity. And so we would think that this would be, uh, Pence's moment to shine, right. And to come up and stand up. And, you know, we have seen, uh, you know, on the flip side, Dan Scavino, um, you know, with his recent, uh, social media posts saying game on and, uh, you know, I'll give you both sides of the story. Uh, you know, it seems like there's some that really believe that Pence is going to step up and do something amazing. And listen, if he does that, then that would be amazing. And uh, we would all applaud him as probably uh, a historic person like Abraham Lincoln. I mean, Pence could literally become like an Abraham Lincoln figure in our history if he were to do the right thing here, because we all know that there has been uh, tremendous fraud that's taken place. Uh, to the likes of, of what we have not seen before. I mean, it's just unbelievable what they've attempted to do here. So, you know, we all have seen the tremendous amount of fraud. I don't think anybody, even on the Democrat side, people aren't even arguing that fraud's taking place. I mean, we all know, but you know, unfortunately there's this, you know, entrenched deep state that, uh, you know, wants to go ahead and certify this anyways. And you heard that, that call yesterday with uh, Raffenberger, uh, you know, that was leaked to the media and President Trump is now suing over that leak. And I think it's a wise move. He should do that because leaking is, is illegal. And uh, he, he leaked it to the Washington Post of all uh, publications, one that's known to for their hit pieces and, uh, you know, owned by Jeff Bezos and, and, you know, as a compromised newspaper. So very interesting that he leaked to that particular publication. Um, so, you know, that shows you where Raffensperger is. What is Brian Kemp so worried about? Um, you know, Lynn Wood's been dropping some like bombastic, unbelievable tweets that sound like D-class, if you ask me. I mean, he's really just putting stuff out there that's so beyond amazing. But the thing about the thing with Lynn Wood is this guy's a defamation lawyer and he's putting his life on the line. And so it's just so interesting that, I mean, unless he's just totally lost his mind, you know, it's pretty crazy that he would put this information out there. And then also that no one is, uh, you know, questioning it or saying anything about it. You know, people are kind of just being quiet as he's literally calling out Chief Justice Roberts and, you know, um, you know, Breyer and uh, Pence and others. And, you know, again, none of us, in, especially in the faith community, we don't want to believe that Pence could be compromised. We want to believe that Pence is this patriot that would stand with the president. We don't want to believe that he's a compromised man, that he's part of the swamp. We, that would be awful. And, and we're all praying and hoping that's not true. But seeing what they did yesterday uh, kind of shows there something uh, pretty significant 
uh, that they really want to do, and you can look up the term, wag the dog. They just want to wag the dog. Like, oh yeah, you know, you had your object objections, you had your patriots that stood up, and your congressmen that stood up, and your senators that stood up, but at the end of the day, we're going to go ahead and push this through. And that is where Pelosi is saying, as she got uh, reinstated as the Speaker of the House yesterday, uh, voted in by the Democrats, by a pretty slim margin, by the way. But, um, you know, nevertheless, she is continuing on as her uh, House uh, position. And uh, she is saying that it's just going to basically be a procedural thing and there's going to be some debate, you know, a couple hours and blah, blah, blah. Now, Ted Cruz and uh, a few others have joined with him and they're asking for a full hearing. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. It, it, it appears with these new rules that were adopted by Speaker McConnell, who to me, I call him the traitor in chief. I mean, there's somebody that we know is a backstabber is McConnell. I mean, gosh, President Trump was helping getting McConnell reelected. And uh, and then look at what happened. You know, he backstabs President Trump, probably the biggest backstab I could think of in recent history. And so you got the courts that didn't hear the cases. Not one of them has heard any case based on merit so far. They've all been based on standing, you know, almost 70 cases. You got, you know, Supreme Court silent. They're pushing things past the 20th because obviously we know why. You got the House and the Senate Majority Leader, including, um, you know, a Republican with an R next to his name, Mitch McConnell, who's going along with the Democrats and adopting this new rules for the sixth. So it's pretty, pretty sad at this point, the treason and uh, I'm going to call it sedition. And it, to me, it warrants the, um, the Insurrection Act. It warrants that. Now, there was some talk that the Insurrection Act had been put in to one of these bills. I don't know if it was the NDAA that was recently passed by an override of the veto of the president by both the House and the Senate. They uh, overrid uh, the ND NDAA, which is the National Defense Authorization Act. Somebody said in there that they had something about uh, the Insurrection Act. And uh, somebody else said that it was in this other bill uh, with the approval of the stimulus. So I'm not sure if it was ever taken out. If that was a rumor, I obviously didn't read the 5,000 pages on the bills, uh, so I don't know. I don't think anybody in Congress read the 5,000 pages. It's impossible to know what's really in that bill. Many people said it was a, a really an architecture of a payoff. It was a payoff to all the countries that uh, went along with their plan, unfortunately. And so now we're understanding just how deep, and I say this often, the deep state is deep and wide, deep and wide. But we're understanding just how deep and just how wide it is because it's deeper and wider than most people think. So now comes the question. We have to pose the question. Is it over? Is it over? And here's the answer to that. Um, I don't know, but I'm going to say that we're going to pray this through until at least the 20th. And what could happen at this point is it could be pushed back. Sidney Powell said on the call yesterday that it could be pushed back to as far as March. And that it's there's actually historic precedent to the inauguration being pushed back. So she did say that, um, and so we could see the inauguration pushed back. That's a possibility. Um, another thing that I want to mention is is that we still could see uh, the Senate, uh, you know, debate and the the Congress, I would say, debate openly uh, with evidence presented from the president. He has suggested that he's going to present evidence that has not been presented yet. Now, will they allow him to do that? With these new rules, it doesn't appear they're going to allow that because they don't want the open debate, just like the courts don't want the debate. So why is it that they don't want transparency? Why is it that all these different 
um, entities, whether it be the executive branch, those around the president, like Mark Meadows and Sip Leone, or you got, uh, you know, the judicial branch, which won't even hear the cases and, you know, they're just kicking them out based on standing. Or you have the Congress, you know, which is the legislative branch, and they're basically saying, no, we're also not going to allow the case to be presented. So it seems like all three branches are basically saying, no, we're not going to even allow the American people to even hear the cases to be presented. So isn't that amazing that we don't even get, uh, you know, they can give all this money to all these foreign countries. We get a measly $600 check. They send billions of dollars to all these other countries for all these ridiculous things. Uh, countries like Pakistan and others. The American people, however, we can't even get the $2,000. You know, we only get the $600. We don't even get the $2,000. They send these amazing, uh, you know, funds and, you know, billions and billions of dollars to all these countries. And then people ask, well, what can we do? You know, here I am sitting here. I'm a patriot. I love America. You know, what can I do? Well, I mean, I would still say to bombard your legislators, state legislators, because apparently they hadn't been hearing from people until recently. Isn't that crazy? They haven't been hearing from people until recently. That's what my state legislator friends, they say now all of a sudden they're starting to hear from people, but they didn't hear from people. So blow up their phones, the state legislators, blow up your senators, your state senators, especially if they're not in that group of 12 Guys like Rick Scott and others, you should be blowing up their phones. Um, you know, uh, your congressmen, obviously, there's a hundred or so, but find out if you're a congressman. I would still call them. Find out if they're standing. Um, so so here's the, the summation as this all comes together. Is, is that what does this mean? What's going to happen? That's what everybody wants to know. What does it mean? What's going to happen? So we, we kind of now have a clearer picture that it's probably not going to be resolved on the 6th. Now, of course, God can do anything. So could he do something on the 6th? Yeah. Could the president have some amazing tool that I don't know about up his sleeve for that uh, session where on the 6th? Yeah. I mean, obviously, there could be something that only the president knows that he's going to do. And uh, and then, you know, he could do it. And maybe that'll, that'll save. I mean, he did invite millions of patriots down to D.C. And uh, we're, we're knowing there must be a reason for that, probably to apply the pressure to the Congress to show just how many patriots there are. So, um, you know, I think it's important that we show support and that people are down in D.C. Uh, I have to pick and choose my battles right now. I'm being asked to be in Georgia because, unfortunately, there's a massive battle going on in Georgia. Many of you are asking, are you going to be in D.C.? Well, I'm sure going to try. But what's happening is, is there's this massive Senate battle in Georgia. And God forbid none of this other stuff happens. And then we lose the Senate. We're, we're really in trouble. So uh, we're, we're battling. Patriots are battling in Georgia right now. There's a lot of operations that are active. And uh, it's unprecedented. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, what's going on in Georgia. So we're going to have to see if we can make it to D.C. personally uh, because of what's going on in Georgia, because uh, that's where people are saying that our team would be most effective on the ground in Georgia. And, and I understand that. That makes a lot of sense uh, because of what we're seeing. So people are saying, listen, you have to pick and choose your battles. You can go down and support the president in D.C., but what's your purpose there in Georgia? You have a purpose. You're able to you know, mobilize pastors and churches and do different things. So it makes sense it, to me that we may have to be active in Georgia, which makes a lot of sense. So uh, I know a lot of you have been asking, and I appreciate it, your patriots, please go to D.C., show your support for the president. I'll try my best to get there logistically. Hopefully I can. So here's the bottom line of this all. Uh, people want to know, Do is there any chance at this point? Yes. The good news is there is a chance. In fact, there's still a good chance, uh, including what Sidney Powell said. 
and uh, I agree with her, is, is that what has taken place is there's been foreign interference in our election. We know that China and Iran have interfered in our election. Now, that is uh, very substantial. And if you recall, there was a report from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, they call it the ODNI, and uh, you haven't heard much about that report. Where's that report, right? Why well, haven't we heard about it? Well, it was, it was suggested to be to the president, uh, you know, a few weeks back, and then you just never heard anything else about it. So uh, this is just me, opinion again. Uh, I'm not saying I know anything on this. I'm just saying this is my opinion in all the different research, different things, is, is that I think personally that that report has been delivered. That's my thought, is that that report has been delivered. And I do believe that that report uh, shows that there has been indeed foreign interference in the election. So what does that mean? Well, that means that the president has a couple tools because he implement, implemented an executive order in 2018 that suggested just that, is what would happen in the case of foreign interference in the election. And because there has been foreign interference in the election, and we've heard this uh, from multiple sources, this makes a very good case to implement that executive order. Now, people are saying, is he gonna do martial law? No, I don't believe martial law will be implemented. And I don't even know if the president is gonna go forward with his executive order because none of us, only probably 10 people, if that, know what the president's plans are. And I'm not one of those 10. So I'm just gonna let you know that right now. I'm not one of those 10 people. So uh, we believe that there's around 10 people that know, that are the extreme loyalists within the president's administration. Uh, it might not even be his chief of staff. It may be others. And uh, these 10 people that are extremely loyal to the president, that are working with him, they know the plan. I don't know the plan. I'm giving you opinion, okay, based on our information and those that I've talked to from a legal standpoint. And those people are suggesting to me that in within the realm of possibility, according to the law and the Constitution and from the executive order uh, that the president implemented in 2018 with regard to foreign interference in the election, he can implement that executive order and then we can see some movement as far as how to move forward and he would remain president as we figure out what to do about the elections as they were corrupt and there was a foreign uh, entity, China and Iran, two countries that have in directly interfered in our election. So if I were the president, that's what I would do. Uh, so the question is, does he have options? Yes, he does have options. Uh, again, I don't foresee martial law, as many people have suggested. Uh, I don't think that this president would do that for a number of reasons. Uh, there could be, however, civil unrest within the cities, obviously, especially if the president, president were to implement that executive order, which is within the full spectrum and realm of possibility and legality, by the way. Uh, so he could very well do that. But uh, there are, you know, soldiers, foot soldiers that are being funded by China, this is what we call fifth generation warfare, fifth generation worker. And China is uh, helping to arm and fund organizations that are the Democrat military arms that you've seen burning down cities and uh, targeting people and shooting at people's houses and those different types of things. And so uh, that could be um, green lighted on the, on the Democrat side and we could see civil unrest. And, and, and of course, then the National Guard could be called in to quell that, but it could take a response time of 24 to 48 hours or more to get them into those hotspots, which means that uh, you know local municipalities and citizens would have to defend themselves in the meantime. So 
You have to think about all these different things, and none of this is outside of the realm of possibility. These are all very possible, plausible scenarios. So to answer your question, yes, there is still options on the table, and I'm not even going through all of them. This is just one of them. Uh, there are several other options, several other tools that the President of the United States has, but I would say that if we don't see anything happen, uh, say that on the 6th it goes as we are suggesting it may now, and uh, on the 6th they go ahead and certify for Joe Biden, we find out that uh, basically Pence is either a traitor or has no backbone, and the Senate is willing to go along with the treason. And uh, so all that stuff, if we find that happen on the 6th, it doesn't mean it's over. It just means we've now gone into a new stage, a different stage, and unfortunately, a more uh, historic stage where this will be something similar to Lincoln-esque or uh, something in our history. Uh, and it won't just be a regular situation where uh, it played out like we would have hoped it would uh, through the through three branches of our government, which we hoped they would have at least heard one of the cases, allowed them to present the evidence. You know, I mean, think about it. The Supreme Court, what have they done? It's really unbelievable what they've done. They've done nothing. And it's a sad, sad thing. So, uh, you know, here's the thing. People say, well, what do you think about Lynn Wood? You think he's a nut? You know, here's what I found in my journey, and I'm going to end with this, is, is that sometimes the people that sound like the craziest people end up being the ones that are more truthful than CNN, MSNBC, and even Fox News. Because it's it's interesting, but it's just what I found in life, is, is that you have to look at character, and you have to look at who the person is, and why they would do what they do. And I don't really see a motive for Lynn Wood, other than to tell the truth. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, and he does sound pretty bombastic, and I'm not saying everything he's saying is true because I don't have that information. But I'm just saying, if you look at this from a historic standpoint, and just me in my you know 40 plus years of life, you know, looking back and seeing different things, and you know, kind of uh, my experience as, as a businessman in the world of politics and in the church and all the different areas that I've worked in, uh, you know, you have to weigh all those things out and say, why would this man do this? unless there's a reason behind it. And so I know that many people are thinking he's lost his mind, but you know, maybe he's just being used as the person to apply the pressure to the people that are unfortunately willing to sell out our republic. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, and we'll have to wait and see if Pence is a patriot or if he is in fact a traitor. So we're, we don't really know these things until we see this play out. But I am sharing with you today new information that to me gives a clearer indication of the way this may go in the next couple of days based on what we've now heard. So I hope this um, report was helpful. Uh, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support, your encouraging words and all the different things that you guys do in helping us. Uh, I did put a post up on my Facebook page today uh, where we put a link to a PayPal um, anything that you can do to help us in our efforts. We have uh, costs that we're having to incur right now, and uh, they are somewhat substantial. Just so you know, uh, we drive very low-budget cars. We stay in very low-budget hotels. Uh, we don't eat in extravagant restaurants. In fact, many of us are fasting right now, uh, but at the same time, your support is extremely helpful, especially in this very critical week and uh, next couple of weeks in our country. So you can go to toddcoconado.com slash give and help us in our efforts, toddcoconado.com, just like my name, slash give and help us in our efforts. And we will continue to update you. Thank you for praying for safety. Please pray for wisdom. 
Uh, look, guys, it's now or never. Uh, when we talked with Sidney Powell, we asked the question and we said, what happens if Joe Biden does go ahead and get inaugurated on the 20th and then we move forward? And people are saying, well, you know, it's just we'll have another chance in 2022. We'll have another chance in 2024. I'm not saying the world's going to end. I'm not saying that Jesus is going to come back because we don't know the time nor the hour. But I will tell you that I think we'll have a much different world and a much different reality if that is the case. Uh, and we do see Joe Biden go ahead and be uh, inaugurated. I think we'll be living in a new country. And unfortunately, I think we'll see a lot of very discouraging things and possible extreme persecution in the church within the next few years or sooner. Not to mention, I would ask that you would study the Great Reset, uh, which is right on the websites of the World Economic Forum and their plans. And I think that would be accelerated and we could probably see a change in the world global financial system, which would also include digital currency and many, many different significant changes to our world uh, should Joe Biden be uh, inaugurated as president of the United States. So we're gonna pray this through until the very end. I thank you to those that have the extreme faith because right now it looks like it's impossible, but it also looked like it was impossible when the children of Israel had gotten to the Red Sea. And I believe this is a Red Sea moment. I'm going to continue to pray this through I'm gonna to continue to stand and regardless of what it looks like, believe that there could be a major move of God and we could see an awakening in our nation and revival. And so thank you to all those who are willing to stand, not pull that parachute zip cord and jump out the plane because we still believe that we are called by the Lord to pray this through, pray this through. And that's what we're going to do. So we are the remnant. We are those that are willing to stand. We're not going to call uh, defeat before the war or the battle is over. And by the way, a battle is not a war. It's just a battle. If we do happen to lose this battle, we will continue to fight because we already know we win the war. So don't put your head down. Don't feel discouraged. Know who you are in Christ. Know your identity. Know we are a victorious people. Know that we serve a victorious God. Know that we're going to continue to pray this through. And we are going to stand. And we are going to fight. We're not going to get doom and gloom. We're not going to feel like we're defeated today. We just are looking at the situation at hand in the natural. And then we're asking our Heavenly Father, who is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, who sits on the throne of glory. And yes, this is spiritual warfare. And many of us have been through warfare in our personal lives before. And so we're going to continue to stand. Should something change, then we will maybe, uh, you know, logistically change our methods and, you know, realize where we are on the timeline. But for right now, we're going to stay the course, even though all these other leaders and pastors and people are pulling that cord and jumping out the plane. We're not jumping out. We're going to pray this through until the very end and stand on the promise of God and what he says in his word, because the faith of a mustard seed can move the mountain. And that's what we're believing. And we're standing on that faith. We're having that faith. I'm telling you, my faith has not been rocked yet. And I don't believe it's going to be. I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand. And I hope you're going to stand with me. So God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to this very extensive broadcast. Appreciate you. Share the information. Help us if you're able. Pray with us. Pray for us. And I appreciate you as the remnant body of Christ. We will prevail. In the name of Jesus, God bless you.